Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Counts full to Schwarber. Here's the payoff pitch. Swing and a high drive. <laughs> Deep right field. And that one is gone. Welcome to Philadelphia, Kyle Schwarber. His first as a Philly. And it's one to nothing. There you go, Ray Didinger is... Scott Fransky announces and Larry Anderson chuckles. Kyle Schwarber scoops one down at his shins into the second deck. And the season opens, Ray, as the Phillies win yesterday 9-5 to over a uh, oh, pathetic Oakland Athletics team. But, Ray, what we saw yesterday, I believe, is what we're going to see 162 times this year. A lot of home run power. There's mm-hmm. only one home run, but they bash the ball. Right. Uh, Aaron Nola looking great until he looks terrible. Right. Uh, extremely questionable defense. Oh, you think? A little bit. <laughs> uh, surprisingly good bullpen. We'll circle back to that. I'm sure you have your doubts. And a full crowd as the Philly season begins. Ray, let the enthusiasm wash over you, my friend. <laughs> well, you're do- you're doing your best. I'll I, say that. I'm selling it, right? I'm selling it. <laughs> well, hey, and you're not alone. I mean, you you kind of felt the electricity in the ballpark yesterday. I mean, you saw the crowd and you saw the way they reacted and couldn't have gotten off to a better start. Schwerber hitting the three, two pitch, pretty much knocking it right out of the park. Yeah. I mean, it was everything everybody came to see and it was all there on display. So, you know, I do think that, uh, I do think they're going to be an exciting team. Um, there's no question. They're going to be a team that's going to be dynamic offensively. Uh, they're going to be fun to watch. Going to play a lot of long games. You go down oh, yeah. to the ballpark. You're going to get your money's worth because oh, you're going to be yeah. there. You're going to be there for a while. The concessionaires will like it because people are going to be sitting there for three and a half, four hours. Um, but I mean, it's like you. I mean, like you. I'm, I'm, I'm with you in this respect. I am glad to see baseball back. I am really, really glad to see baseball back. And, and I think this team is going to. You know, I mean, they're going to be fun to watch. And I don't think there's any way, given their lineup, they're not going to be in contention come September. You know, they'll they'll be the baseball season will not end on the 4th of July this year. No, 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 no. Not at all. And by the way, you talked about how long the games are going to last and they're going to last long because of the, both the Phillies offense and the Phillies pitching, but part of that offense and you saw it yesterday. And it might be uh, you know, Oakland doesn't exactly have frontline pitchers, right? This this is not the yeah, the not, Dave not cat, Stewart. Not cat, yeah, not catfish hunter. We're not. Right. <laughs> this is right. This is not when they you know when they had those those aces back in the day. They're pretty bad. But the Phillies are going to play American League ball in meaning which they're going to take a lot of pitches. 
and they worked. Uh, that starting pitcher had like 90 pitches through four innings yesterday. Again, he's not good, but that's going to be something I think you're going to see a lot. Now, the um, when you and I started talking baseball, you know, a month or so ago, the Phillies over under was 83 and a half games. It is now 86 and a half games. Ray Dinger, can we agree that this year's Philadelphia Phillies squad will win 89 games? Uh, no. I know that's where you are, right? Yeah. 89. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm really not that far behind you, to be honest. I mean, I sound like I'm really being Debbie Downer here, and I'm not. I mean, I if if you gave if you asked me to give you a number, I would tell you 85. Okay. So we're not we're not yeah, that far right. apart. We're not that far apart. 85 tough because maybe you make the playoffs, maybe you don't. Ray, I'd like to give you three reasons why the Phillies will make the playoffs. Okay. And I believe by the end of this segment, you will be carrying that banner. What is Stan Hockman used to do the columns, right, where he had the bandwagon going? Yes, that was Stan's. Yeah, you'll hop aboard. Ready? Uh-huh. Number one, obvious, the batting order, right? Right. Harbor, Castellano, Schwarber, Hoskins, those four guys are going to hit 130 home runs among the four of them. And the rest of the lineup, uh, Real Muto, Segura, Didi, are going to hit enough that I'm telling you right now, Ray, the Phillies will score five runs a game, average five runs a game, for the first time since 2009. Hmm. Uh, Hitting season, baby, Ray. I believe you heard Charlie Manuel once upon a time. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember. Yep. What What makes you think that Gregorius is going to be a big offensive player? Uh, he, I did. two hundred last. Ray, I mentioned him one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh. He's yeah, going to hit twelve. You're including him in the reason why this team's going to average five. Well, I think I think for his position, he's a, a, a fine. He, he can't field at all, but he, he he'll hit. <laughs> He'll hit 12 to 14 home runs, bat 260. He'll be all right. Okay. I'm not Again, so, I'm I mean, not he's so down sure. the list. I'm not sure Real Muto's that much of a big bopper anymore. Oh, 20 homers, right? Oh, okay. yeah. I mean, uh, you look at his offense, it's, it's gone yeah. down every year for like the last three years. Not to worry. Okay. They're gonna, they, they are going to do that, and they're going to be patient. I mentioned how patient they were. Bryson Stott, and we will discuss the good and the bad of Bryson Stott yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I read the column today, might have been David Murphy in the Inquirer, I apologize if it was somebody else, uh, his first three plate appearances in the majors, he saw 15 pitches, mm-hmm. w- one of which was almost a home run, just yanked it uh, just uh, left of the foul line, uh, right of the foul line, uh, but he's he, he, they're going to play that patient game. So I think the offense is going to be the best offense they have had since back in those primary prime days where we were all – at Citizens Bank Park together. Well, all right. Be- best since then, for sure. Yeah, yeah. best since okay. then, for sure. Doesn't guarantee okay. you you're going to win all the time. But as far as a, as a an offensive lineup, yeah, this is the best since then. No all right, number two. And I think this one, the, you may disagree with me heartily on this, but I think the bullpen amazingly won't be bad and might actually be a strength. And this this is one of those if healthy, and I cannot predict healthy, Okay. Mm-hmm. If healthy, Corey Kniebel throws fire. Um, and he bounced back. Late. He had Tommy John surgery in 2019. Last year, he kind of bounced back with the Dodgers. He pitched well, 2.45 ERA, didn't pitch a lot of innings, looked good in the spring, looked really good last yesterday when he came in at the end. I think Sir Anthony Dominguez is going to be the secret weapon for not too long a secret. Coming off of Tommy John again, missed the last two seasons. I we pitched in one game, I guess, last year. Um, looked great in spring. Throw 97. Got the side out on seven pitches yesterday. 
Lost 40 pounds. I didn't know that during the lockout. Yeah. Which isn't bad. Not yeah, bad. I, I, I noticed it. I, I thought, he looks different. Yeah. And 40 pounds will do that. Yeah. And I think those two guys are going to be really good. I'm not so sold on Familia. I'm not going to try to sell you. I, no. The, the problem with Familia, and we'll get to this part of it, is he throws a lot of ground balls. Yes. Which doesn't necessarily work here. <laughs> but. You know what? Oh, That's the problem with pitching on this team. You got. Remember when they used to say, in this ballpark, you want to yeah. keep the ball down because it's such an easy park to hit home runs, so you don't want to give up fly balls. But with this defense, you don't want to give up ground balls. Yeah. <laughs> So it means you better strike twenty-seven hitters out. If I think it. Yes, it means that's exactly what it means. In this ballpark, you you want to get the the he want to get the ball into the catcher's mitt. Yes, I agree on that. But I think I think the bullpen is going to be a lot better, which is an easy thing to say because you no longer have to deal with the Archie Bradley. Ian Kennedy, Hector Neris, all that, you know, the, the horribleness that we have seen in recent years. I mm-hmm. i think the bullpen could be pretty good. Are you with me on that? Um, no. Okay. I, I think that um, – I think it, it – oh, what's the best way of putting this? Um, I mean, you actually said you, – you began this by saying it It might actually be – it might might be it good and it might actually be a strength. Correct. Um, I, will, I will go halfway with you. I think it, it will certainly be improved over what we've seen. I am not prepared to say that I think it'll be a strength. Okay. If it's half of that, if right? It's just, yeah, if it's just okay. If it's uh, just considering, okay. I'll right, Considering that. all of those saves they blew last year, right? They, they either broke a record, they were on pace for a record. I mean, it was unbelievable how bad they were last year. Then, uh, then they'll make the playoffs. And the third thing, Ray, the rotation. Now, Again, I'm not going back to the days of the four aces out there. Yeah. But the rotation is going to be one of the better ones in the league. You know who you're not going to see this year? Vince Velazquez? (laughs) Matt Moore? Thank God. Spencer Howard? Thank God. Yeah. I mean, right? Zach Wheeler was a Cy Young finalist and should be again. Aaron is going to be what he is yesterday, which is he's going to pitch well until he's not, and hopefully Girardi will learn when to pull him. But he, he, doesn't, he doesn't have to be an ace anymore. We know that. If Ranger Suarez is 75% of what he was last year and give you 30 starts, he'll be great. Uh, Zach Eflin, I thought, looked good before his injury last year. And I want to believe that Kyle Gibson is the fifth starter, kind of comes back to what he was with the Twins, which was, you know, decent, good. Um. And I know injuries can derail things. Speaking of which, how about that Mets super rotation? Right, they already got that. Right. Uh, but I think the situation is is pretty good now. Mm-hmm. You want to agree with me there? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're counting on you're counting on a lot of you're making things that are to me are, are ifs, certainties. I mean, you're you're buying into what Ranger Suarez was for half a season. You know, I don't know that he's going to pitch to a 1-5 ERA again this year. No, he's not. He's going to pitch to a 2-9 ERA. If oh, he that, pitches to double the ERA, he's two nine still a ERA good starter. 2-9 ERA is on the All-Star team. Yes. So? I'm not I'm not ready to go there with Ranger Suarez. Fine. I think Ranger Suarez is going to be a very capable, better number th- a better number three starter than on most teams in the National League. How's okay. That? Okay. You know, and you got Zach Wheeler coming off a short spring where he was complaining about his arm being sore. Yeah, he's fine. 
And you know, you know, Nola just Nola just gives up moonshot after moonshot. You know, yeah, he kind of ran out of gas. Yeah, but I just so I mean, you're talking about the off. You're talking about the rotation. Like, oh yeah, I'm, these guys are money in the bank. I don't see it that way. All I mean, right, I well, see a lot of guys who have had some success, mm. but not exactly like I know I can count on it. That's well, that's kind of where I am. Let's go to the next point, because the next point is why they won't win 110 games which is the defense. Mm -hmm. And yesterday, the youngster playing third base happened to do this. 1-1 pitch. As sliced down the left field line. That's going to get down for a hit. Segura around third. He's going to come home and score. Stock trying for second. The throw is late. And it's an RBI double for the rookie Bryson Stott. His first big league RBI. His second hit of the day. You know what, Ray? I played that out of order. That's on me. Oh, okay. I asked our producer Dan Wilson to have that ready, and I was gonna. Oh, I blew my whole my whole case here. I was gonna tell you how, like, okay, he doesn't play defense, but there you go. Anyway, he did have an RBI double in his first game, and that was really nice. Mm-hmm. And here's what he did yesterday: he played third base, which he I know he's a natu- natural shortstop, but they're gonna move him around, and I'm okay with that. He made. Two poor throws in the seventh, I believe, that led to led to runs. One he got an error. One he kind of threw wide, and Hoskins got the error. Right. Um, and then in the eighth, he recovered and made two decent, not special plays, but decent plays, which just kind of made me feel okay. And then I was going to say he did that, which was to hit that double. Mm-hmm. The defense is it was billed as bad going into the season, and Ray did reveal itself to be such yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I told you what my name for this this year's team is. <laughs> we all, everybody knows the term catch twenty two. Yeah. This this Phillies team is can't catch twenty two. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. That's clever. Actually, somebody sent me something yesterday and said, you know how Ray refers to uh, Hoskins and Bohm as the corner butchers, right? They said if the the person who sent it to me, I'm, I'll look up his name later. Said if you add Stott, it can be the corner butchers and their apprentice. <laughs> well, you know, you said something a moment ago that I uh, I disagree with, yeah. um, which is, oh, we're taking Stott and he's a natural shortstop. We're moving him to third base. I'm okay with that. Is what you said. Um, I'm not okay with that. I mean, I'm, I, I'm. Are we heading down Scott Kingery Road here? Uh, Scott Kingery's thing was Scott Kingery. It wasn't that he was moving positions. It was that Scott Kingery screwed up his mind. You and I have seen a lot of players play different positions before. There are guys who break into the league as utility players and then end up at one position. Yeah, but this guy, I, you, you I, I don't draft. Think... You don't draft not guys number one to be utility players. You draft them because they're the best player at their position. He Stott, will, is a, Stott is a natural shortstop. And he will be the shortstop. Well, why isn't he now? Well, because they still have the other guy. Why? do they? Why? Because he's under contract and they, they're breaking Stott in. They're working him into the lineup. Into a position you don't want him to play. He'll be fine. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to be fine. I just, I, I just, listen, I hear what you say. I never buy the Scott Kingry argument as precedent that anybody who plays more than one position is going to be screwed up. No, no, I, no. He had, no, that wasn't all of Scott it. Scott Kingry had a lot going on besides just like, hey, take the other glove today. Yeah, and bad coaching taught, you know, yeah. had him, you know, they changed his swing around to the point where he couldn't hit the ball anymore. I know that didn't have anything to do with his fielding, but the fact is he was considered a really blue chip prospect not right. all that long ago. 
Uh, and everybody said, a natural second baseman, he's going to be the second baseman. And you let him play every position but second base. Yeah. And the I whole know. thing just blew up in your face. And now you've got another kid here who looks like he's got all the tools, chance to be a really good player. And everybody agrees the natural shortstop, but ah, come on, let's play him at third. He's going to be the shortstop. It's gonna ha- I understand that you want it on April the 9th, but it's going to happen. It'll be, he'll be, by All-Star game, he's going to be the everyday shortstop. It's going to be fine. Ray, it's going to be fine. They're going to win 89 games. They're going to the playoffs. Big summer at Citizens Bank Park. I hope we're going to be there on Sundays. We're not there tomorrow, but I hope we're, we're going to start being there on Sundays. Oh, we are? Sun- no, we are not tomorrow. No, no, but I mean, we're we're going to be there. I I got an indication that we're going to start doing those, but oh, it was okay. but clearly not tomorrow. Okay, I uh, actually I actually kind of like those Sunday mornings. Yeah, at the ballpark. It's kind of I love fun. that. Yeah, Absolutely. get down there early, see them still watering the grass, and guys out patting down the baselines. A little BP. Yeah, I, I you know the sound of the distant BP. Guys taking early infield. Guys shagging balls in the outfield. Alec Bohm booting balls even at <laughs> eleven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Ah, it's baseball. <laughs> you can't, you can't let it go. I'll talk to the boss. I'll see if we can get there for the next homestand. No, I, anyway. I, I, I am looking forward to it. I do enjoy that. Yeah, it's Ray. It's going to be a great summer, Ray. No, we, you know, I mean, we sound like we're polar opposites, and we're really not. All I right. mean, you're well, talking. I, you're, I'm listen. I'm exaggerating to the you know, let, let book the World Series tickets. And yeah, and I'm probably I'm probably overcompensating the other way, but we aren't all that far apart. I mean, you're yeah. saying 89 wins. I'm saying 85. Well, In the course of a whole summer, four wins is not a big deal. Right. Well, you hope it's not the difference between making the playoffs and not. All right. Today, three forty, actually four oh five start, but they're doing they're honoring Bryce Harper for winning the MVP last year at three forty, telling fans to get to their seats. And Ray, today down in South Philly, you got a Sixers game at one o'clock. We'll talk about that carcass of a squad later in the hour. Right. You got the Phillies at four oh five. And you got a speaking of carcass of a squad, you got the Flyers at seven thirty. Oh. So it's a big day down in South Philadelphia. However, we should point out there is a, there is a cool event at the uh, well Flyers game tonight. The, uh, what they're honoring Lou Nolan. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Our good yes. friend, our good friend, and what a yes. great guy! What a mm-hmm. just a super guy Lou Nolan is. Uh, and the Flyers are honoring him tonight for fifty years at the at the microphone at Flyers games and like fifty three or fifty four years of total service to the organization. So. So tonight is Lou Nolan light down there. So that's, yeah, that's uh, great. That's you know I, that's that's great. I've known Louie forever, and he's uh, he's just as good a guy as you're ever going to meet. This is a town where sports is such a big part of the fabric, and these guys are that you know the PA announcer, Lou Nolan. Hey, it was great to see Dan Baker yep, it was. back at the Phillies game yep. after some illness took him out last year. He's back. Uh, we know these guys since Zinkoff, I guess. We we know who the PA announcers are, and they are important people, and that's that's a good thing. I'm glad you brought that up. All right, Ray, coming up, I want to do the next segment on the Eagles. Uh, they lost a player last night to free agency. We will discuss that, potential replacements. Ray is going to do his Eagles draft report. Uh, we have a uh, terrific Tell Us Your Story coming up at noon with Mitch Williams. We figure what better way to start the baseball season than with a guy who is a very popular player here. Mm-hmm. I have a show to recommend for you uh, in the 11 o'clock hour for what we're watching, a real fun Shibe Sports throwback moment, and we're going to talk about all the teams. And you can join, 215-592-9494. By the way, tonight I will not be either at the Phillies or the Flyers because – I'm going to Bucks County, Ray Dinger. Yes, you are. <laughs> you're going to join. You're going to be joining me at Bucks County Playhouse tonight for the eight o'clock performance of Tommy and Me. Um, 
we've we opened on Thursday with uh, special guest Harold Carmichael, which was a huge success. I'm not going to live up to that. Right? Uh, no, you'll you'll be right there. And then last night we uh, had the second performance, uh, and Mike Sielski of the Inquirer. No, was, I can do better. Was a special guest, and, and he was very good. Good. And today we have a two o'clock show, a matinee, which is almost sold out, but there are still a few tickets left. And eight o'clock tonight. So if anybody wants to come out and see the two of us together at Bucks County Playhouse and see Tommy and me, uh, get on the phone, call up, order your tickets, or just walk up to the box office. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. I am too. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Hey, are you tired of dealing with your old drafty windows and doors in your house? Maybe it's time you finally go, Guida. The great people at Guida Door and Window will help make your window and door replacement project more affordable with their buy one, get one half off sale. Easy. For every door or window you buy, you get a second one at 50% off. And you can mix and match the savings to suit your own needs. So, buy an entry door, get half off a storm door. Buy a patio door, get 50% off a window. If you need to replace all the windows and doors in your house, this is great. You save 50% off on half your project. The more you need, the more you save. Plus, Guida is making it easier for you to afford your project with no money down and interest-free financing for up to 18 months. Act now. Offers for a limited time only. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Guida today. Schedule a free, no-obligation in-home estimate at one eight seven seven go guida or visit them at goguida.com. That's go, G-U-I-D-A.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Down situations. Make it 20. And an interception. Rodney McLeod. 12th career interception, and there he goes. 
Well, Ray, last night news comes out that Eagle safety Rodney McLeod was a free agent, finalizes a deal with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, he had been here for six years. Very dependable guy, talented guy, very key guy the year they won the Super Bowl. Um, I read uh, somewhere, and I did recall that uh, he's the guy who kind of snuffed out the play on that final fourth and goal against Atlanta in that uh, first playoff game last year. Uh, and I guess once they re-sign Anthony Harris, they decided they're, they're going to let Rodney go. Rodney's 32, so that was the thought. But, uh, Ray, a couple things. First, kind of ask you to put Rodney McLeod in perspective of the – what do you spend? Six, six years. years. Six years, right. Six years. Four of them next to Malcolm Jenkins, which was a pretty good safety combo. Yes, it was. Uh, put his six years in the Eagles in perspective. Yeah, I mean, those were two really good signings. Uh, and give Howie Roseman credit. I mean, the signing of Malcolm Jenkins and then the signing – of Rodney McLeod were two free agents that uh, that they went out and signed, and it solidified their safety position really well with two really good veteran players that helped this team win a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, Rodney, I, I really liked him. I mean, I, I liked him from his whole career. I, you know, he he got a lot accomplished for a little guy. You know, I mean, he was not big, uh, but he was really smart. You pointed that out, uh, and he was uh, and he was tough. You know, for for a guy that didn't have a whole lot of size. You know, he didn't miss many tackles, and uh, he was a really good, consistent player for this team for six seasons. Had, you know, had 11 interceptions, four forced fumbles, one of which he returned for a touchdown. And um, as you said, was, was, one of the, was one of the key contributors to the team that won the Super Bowl. Not a whole lot of those guys left now. No, sure. I, you know, I, I, I've showed you, I think I have this beer mug uh, that came out after that season that has the names of every player on the Super Bowl roster on it. And I look at it. Well, pretty much every time I use it for a beer, which is frequently, mm-hmm. and every time I look at it, it's like, oh yeah, that guy's gone too. So yes, it's 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 going to be the last man standing soon. I'm guessing, I'm guessing it'll be Jake Elliott, right? I mean, kickers outlive everybody, so uh, I mean, he'll probably yeah, be kickers the kickers are one. so year to year. I don't know. I'll, I'll grab. You know what? I'll grab it uh, next break, and we can we'll go over. Yeah, some of the when names. they signed, you said it. When they signed Anthony Harris, then it was okay. They're they're not going to bring. Yeah. They're not going to bring Rodney but back. I like Rodney better than I like Anthony Harris. I, I do too, but I think it was his age and the yeah. injury history. I mean, he's, he had ACL tear, MCL tear, then another ACL tear. I mean, I, really, I was surprised that he actually even came back. Um, and then when he came back last year, remember, he because he got hurt late the previous season, he wasn't available for the first mm-hmm. month of last season. Yeah. Uh, and when he came back, you could just see he wasn't the same player. I and, know. I and know. they kind of – what they did the second half of the year – was he he was sort of a rotation player. They played him in spots. They played him in situations. Uh, he was no longer kind of the every-down safety. That's kind of where he was trending. So given that, I guess they just figured, you know, they were, they were prepared to move on. And, you know, now he goes and gets a fresh start in Indianapolis. Okay, so now the safeties they have left under contract are Harris, who we mentioned, mm-hmm. Marcus Epps, Kevon Wallace and Jared Maiden. I don't even know who Jared Maiden is, but he's under contract. He's one of one of Nick Saban's boys. He's an Alabama boy. Okay, well, I was, hope he's good. Yeah, okay. was originally drafted so. by the 49ers. Uh, Eagles claimed him, and uh, I think he played like three or four, just a handful of games okay. last year. Nonetheless, the guy who they have been tied to over the last week, and a guy who, Ray, you know I've been pounding the table for. You have. 
since uh, the offseason began is Tyron Matthew, who apparently met virtually with the Eagles a couple days ago after he had met with his hometown New Orleans Saints. And maybe now that they don't have McLeod, they turn their eyes to the guy who was a two-time first-team All-Pro, three-time Pro Bowler. What do you think? Um, it makes sense. It yeah. does. It does. It does make sense. I mean, um, he was he was a key contributor to the Chiefs team that won the Super Bowl. I mean, he was you know he was the quarterback of their defense. He was certainly the quarterback of their secondary. Um, you know, fiery leader, um, real playmaker. Playmaker. Yeah. Playmaker. That's what they lack. Playmaker. Yeah. And they you know and they lack they they kind of lack they they lack the. Uh, a smart guy back there. They lack the veteran guy who can see a mismatch at the line of scrimmage and make an adjustment. That's the kind of stuff that Malcolm Jenkins was really good at. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Honey Badger is really good at that, too. I mean, he's a, he's a really smart player uh, and just a natural leader, which I, I think that this defense could use one. You know, I mean, it's clear that Fletcher Cox is kind of phasing out. Brandon Graham's going to come back, but, you know, I don't know how much he's really going to play. You know, you need a guy on the field that's a veteran, that's been there before, played in big games, and has the ability to rally the troops, you know, and uh, and also, as you said, make plays. I mean, this is an Eagles team. You know, if everybody was talking about, oh, you know, Jonathan Gannon, that defense, you know, they're top 10 or top 10, you know, they were 28th in the league at force and turnovers. Mm-hmm. They, they just were not a defense. They were not a defense that made, way for years. Now. They were not a defense that made big plays. Right. Yep. I agree. So I and agree. this and this is a guy that will make Let's big plays. Right, Honey Badger. How great would that be? Oh, I think he'd. I think the fans here would certainly take oh, to yeah. him. Oh yeah, I'd get excited. All right, I'm going to get your college uh, pre, your your draft preview in a second. Let me sneak in one call here. Warren has been patiently holding. What's on your mind, Warren? Hey, Ray and Glenn. Thank you very much for taking my call. You bet. Um, I have another name for the Phillies uh, for you, Glenn. I would call them the Philadelphia Iffies because you had so many ifs in your. Uh, your opening diatribe, and that's, you know, every, if everything goes right, sure, we can be uh, a playoff team. But on on the Rays side, if, if things start to go wrong, then we're still a 500 team, and we could just miss the playoffs. Uh, I resent this for several reasons. What's that? I resent this for several reasons. First of all, that, oh. was, not a, that was not a diatribe. That was I, I was throwing out hearts and plaudits. Hearts and plaudits. Yeah. Well, you're more of a wordsmith than I am. If, no, no, if my that's word okay. is... that, that, That's fine. I, and I, yeah, there are, there are a lot of ifs. There's no question. But yeah. every team has a lot of ifs. A I'm, lot of ifs. I'm I'm confident. That maybe my confidence, Warren, is, you know, as they as my friend Jody McDonald used to say, maybe my confidence is that I'm seeing it through. Well, in this case, it would be rose red colored glasses. Maybe that's the case. But I'm I'm feeling it, Warren. I'm feeling it this year. I'm on the the Ray side. I'm I'm pretty nervous about uh, uh, the corner butchers and the uh, the Errorly boys, uh, or the Errorly brothers. The Errorly. The Errorly brothers, like Everly brothers. The Errorly brothers. Admit it, Glenn. This team does lend itself to nicknames. It does. <laughs> well, you know, I guess Bash Brothers was taken years ago. I'll come brothers. up. I'll come up with one on my side, Warren. Don't worry about it. All right. The, um, the, the other wild card is the way Joe Girardi uh, gives his pitchers uh, days off and uh, and the way he does substitutions and, and rotating his players. And that, that's that been another 
um, thing that's been going on for the two years since Joe has been here is that um, he seems to make the bullpen look worse than they possibly are by putting the wrong people in at the wrong times and leaving pitchers in too long, possibly. Well, there is merit in what, and, and Warren, thanks. Good call. Good stuff. There is merit in what you say, but I think part of that relates to, he would look at the bullpen and he would see six guys out there who can't pitch and he would just basically, yeah, you know, roll a die and say like, <laughs> okay, I'm going with this guy. I All right. I, I haven't loved the way Girardi has managed, but I can't blame him for the bullpen. They just stunk. All right. And then every time moving. he pointed to the bullpen, he knew, he knew it was yes. going to be bad, but sometimes he had no choice. Ray, I got about five minutes here and I don't want to give this short shrift. It is time for the Ray Dinger NFL draft preview. We take it to P. Ryan Trask looking to throw for the end zone. Diving pick. Derek Stingley made the pick. He'd been picked off. All night, and now he makes the Tigers' biggest defensive play. All right, Ray, I know you wanted to talk specifically about this guy who's kind of rising up in the the, uh, draft boards. Up and down, up and down, Derek Stingley. Um, If you had talked to pro scouts like a year ago and you had asked them to project into this year's draft and said, who's going to be the first guy picked? Who's going to be the first guy off the board in next year's draft? I guarantee you they would have said Derek Stingley. Maybe not all of them, but most of them. I mean, he was that he was considered that good a prospect. As a true freshman, as a true freshman, he started at LSU on that undefeated national championship Joe Burrow team and was an all-SEC player as a true fre- and an 18-year-old true freshman, a cornerback. Had everything. Had size. He had speed. He had confidence. He had swagger. I mean, he he's got bloodlines, man. And he's, the, you know, and he's the grandson of Derek Stingley yeah. uh, or Daryl Stingley. And so, yeah, I mean, he's been raised in football and he's got a world of ability. And as a freshman, he showed all of it at LSU. But then he got hurt, and uh, then came COVID, which which shut down the season about halfway through the next year. And then he hurt his foot the following year in spring training, tried to start, uh, tried to go into the season, tried to play through it. Three games in, gets hurt again. They reexamine it. They find out it's a Liz Frank injury. He has to undergo surgery, misses the rest of the year. So bottom line on Derek Stingley is that he had one sensational freshman year. And since then, in two seasons of playing, he's only played 10 games, including just three games last year. And to be honest, in those games, hasn't looked like the same player. So now you talk about a conundrum. I mean, he is probably, Glenn, he is probably probably the most polarizing player in this draft because mm-hmm. you've got the scouts that are looking back at his freshman tape and saying, boy, this guy is terrific. This guy can absolutely, this guy, you, you draft him, you plug him in, he's a starter for 10 years. I mean, he's a, he's a pro bowl player. And then you look at the, the tape of the last couple of years and then you look at the medical reports, Liz Frank injury, and you have other teams are saying, no, 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 I'm, I'm not touching this guy. So that's where you stand on this. Now, I have seen uh, a number of the mock drafts have the Eagles taking Derek Stingley because they do think, I mean, there was no way that anybody thought he was going to fall to 15 in this draft. Everybody thought he was certainly a top 10, maybe even a top five pick. Now people are saying, you know, uh, there's going to be these concerns. He could fall, 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 and he might fall right into the Eagles' lap at 15. That's something you're going to think about because – the Eagles, we know, I mean, they need that other cornerback right now. They got Darius Slay, but that other, that other position is really wide open. Is Derek Stingley in play? Could be. Could be. And would you endorse such a pick? I probably wouldn't. Oh, you I, wouldn't? No, I probably wouldn't. I, I would, I would be, I'd just be worried, Glenn. I'd be worried over two things. If, if, if the tape on him the last two years, and it's only 10 games. I don't want to overreact to it. 
But if the tape was as good as his freshman tape, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, if, if, if I get a clean medical on him and they say he's fine, I'll, I'll draft him. But the last two years, the tape wasn't that good. Okay. Uh, and that, you know, that gives me a concern. Um, again, there's a big, big split on him. Now, I should say he had his, he had his workout this past week uh, down in Baton Rouge. They, uh, and he, he tested out great. He ran 4-3-7. Uh, he ran two. He ran a four three seven, then he ran a four four, which is which is plenty. Yeah. And he did a thirty eight and a half inch vertical. I mean, he tested out just fine. Yeah. So medically, it looks like he's good. Uh, you just have to evaluate what is the true Derek Stingley, the freshman or the guy you saw the last two years. All right. Well, there you go. Ray Dinger's uh, college draft preview. You were doing one of these every day uh, that we are on leading up to the draft. What do you got? Uh, what are you thinking about tomorrow? Well, when do you want me to start dipping into my sleepers? Is it too whenever sl- you're ready. Okay. I generally try to wait to a little bit closer on that. So, uh, um, uh, maybe you know what? Maybe I'll just give you a, a preview of. I'll give you a couple sleepers tomorrow. Maybe okay. we'll spread them out over a couple weeks. I'm I'm perfectly good for that. Okay. So the Eagles, uh, you and I have not been on. We 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 literally have like a minute here. I I don't want to be too late to the break, but we haven't been on since the Eagles made the trades with the Saints. Uh, in which the Eagles get a first-round pick next year, give the Saints one of their first-round picks this year. There was a lot of else going on in the move, but that was that's the headline. Eagles now have pick 15 and 18, Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us say a uh, secondary guy and a uh, pass rusher, we think. Um, good for me. Um, I certainly wouldn't rule out a wide receiver, too. Yeah, I mean, to me, those are the three. Olave, those, kid from Ohio State, gonna fall right there. Could be. Um, it could be um, London. It could be Drake London, the the six foot five receiver from Southern Cal. Mm-hmm. Um, you might even get really lucky and have Garrett Wilson fall in your lap, the other receiver from Ohio State. I mean, those are all guys that, that would be nice. You would you would really have to consider. But here's the other thing you have to consider: is the very real possibility that the Eagles aren't done yet. That the Eagles, could, the Eagles, no could, doubt. the Eagles could package fifteen and eighteen, and trade up, and trade up if if the right player falls. And there's always a guy who falls in the draft. There's always a guy that you think is going to be a top six that all of a sudden, because other teams address other needs or something, all of a sudden there's a guy at nine ten that's available that you never thought was going to be available. And if it's the right player, I could definitely see how he taking fifteen and eighteen and trading up to get that guy and. You know, the guy that, and we talked a little bit about it with John and Joe on Wednesday, would be Sauce Gardner, who's the, who's the cornerback from Cincinnati, mm-hmm. um, who I think is pretty much everybody's number one corner. And because of the big rush there's going to be on pass rushers and offensive linemen, and you're probably going to get a quarterback or maybe even two in the top ten, Sauce Gardner could wind up being on the board at 10 or 11. And if you're sitting there, if you're Howie and you're there sitting there at 15, but you got the wherewithal to trade up, don't be surprised if he would. Well, it's going to be interesting. April 28th, we will be there, WIP. I'm looking forward to it. 215-592-9494. Uh, coming up, we will discuss the team that uh, tips off today around 1 o'clock, the Philadelphia Sixers, 76ers and the woes they are having. Ray Dinger, Glenn Mack. Now, don't forget, at noon, tell us your story with Mitch Williams. It's a fun one. Rain Glenn on 94 WIP. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Too strong. Long rebound to Danny Green. Give it back to him. Step back hard and high. Arcing three. And it misses everything. <laughs> nice job by Kate Scott the other night uh, as the Sixers lose. And Ray, this is James Harden in the last five Sixers games, all right? Uh-huh. Here you go. 18 points, shot 4 of 15, 2 of 9 from three-point line. 12 points, 4 of 10, including 2 of 6 from the three-point line. 21 points, although he was 4 of 13. 2 of 7 from the three-point line. 11 points, where he was 4 of 10, including again 2 and 7 from the three-point line. And 13 points, this is moving backwards, 3 of 12, 1 of 4 from the three-point line. Ray, we were pretty excited when the Sixers made this trade, and I know there were people uh, in New, in uh, in uh, New York and Brooklyn who kind of snickered and said, eh, "Yeah, I don't know what you're getting there." Could they yeah, well, how's it working out for them, by the way? Well, it's not. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the, Ben Simmons may never play. The other guys are playing fine, but yes, it's it, this could end up being something that's a bad trade for both teams. But I will tell you, I don't want to play them in the playoffs. That aside. Um, the Sixers, well, they play today against the horrible Pacers. They play tomorrow against the Pistons. Uh, the games actually mean something. They also mean something in that the over-under for the team going into the year out of Vegas was 50-and-a-half. They currently have 49 wins with two to play. But Harden's awful, uh, and he can't move late in games. I mean, he looks like he's gassed. Maybe it's, you know, the, the injury that he's still getting over. Maybe it's that he's cooked. I don't think he's cooked, but I, I think it's a combination of the two things that you said. I think that he is hurt. Um, you know, when he, when he joined the team, they were talking about the hamstring that he had been kind of nursing uh, and that they were going to have to spot him and maybe sit him a game here or there, which they've done. Um, but I don't think he's well. Um, I, think he's still got, I think he's still got the hamstring. I think it's still bothering him. He's not getting very much lift on his shot. You can certainly see that. And... and you know, the other part of it is he's just older, you know. I mean, if you remember, we had Derek Bodner on last week. Mm-hmm. And the, the question I asked Derek is, is, is what we're seeing with Harden now a case of an, a guy who's playing through an injury or is it a guy who's just not, the, not what he used to be? And, you know, Derek kind of said what I kind of believe, which is probably a combination of both. But the fact of the matter is if Harden continues to play this way, going into the playoffs, they're not gonna, they're not going to go very far. No. They're not going to go anywhere. And by the way, you better hope they don't play Toronto uh, because we learned the other day that Theibel uh, isn't vaccinated, which is his right. And I certainly don't want to have that debate with people again. But it doesn't help the team. And Danny Green said, I'll just quote Danny Green, it isn't right. We're a team. We've been playing all year for this. 
and now you won't be able to for Toronto in the first round. And then he said, you know, I, re- I respect his right to make his decision, uh, but it, it certainly, if they play Toronto, you know, he's, what, their fifth best player, you figure? Uh, well, he's a starter. He's a starter, and he and he, he doesn't give you much offense, but he gives you defense. And if he's unable to play in those games, that's that's a problem. Ray, I I don't I'm not as confident there's going to be a Sixers parade uh, as I was once upon a time. Well, certainly not after the first couple of games when Harden got here, and right. it looked like they were just going to sail into the playoffs. Oh, he and Embiid, pal, and just you know, and, and just blow everything you know, just just blow everything out of their path all their way to a championship. Um, no, they don't look that way now. I mean, every so often you'll get that game, like the Carolina game or Charlotte game, like a week ago, and they scored 140 points. Um, but that's that's the exception. Right now, this is a team that's struggling. You know the, you know the big guy is still the big guy, and he's still doing his part. But yeah, lobbying a little too much for MVP in my mind. But I hope he wins it. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know that there's much question about it. Really, I mean, oh, I, he's not going to win it. He's not. No. Who? No. Jokic is going to win it. I don't know. I mean, oh, yeah. if you, if you go by the if you go by the Doctor J endorsed Jokic the other day. Yeah, which uh, which a lot of people thought like. Yeah, I mean, come you on. know, disloyal to the school. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, if that's your opinion, keep it to yourself. You're, yeah, you're Doctor J for God's sakes. You're yeah, you're Dr. the face being, of the franchise. Hey, listen, I'm I'm. I'm mixed feelings on it because we ask guys to be honest when we ask them questions, and so somebody asked him the question, and he was honest. So, right, I can't really rip Doc for saying what he thought, but. Nonetheless, I didn't want to hear that from Doc. That they have the whole commercial series where Doc is in Embiid's head, right? You've seen those commercials, right? right. Yeah, yeah. He's in his head saying, "Hey, you're not the MVP." That's well, let me uh, let me. What is what are the Sixers without him? Oh, they're nothing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That, isn't I, isn't you, that kind of how we define an MVP? Yeah. I'm. Hey, listen. I'm not arguing the argument. I'm. I'm just telling you that every indication I've gotten from people who have done straw polls and voters people who actually vote on this thing who have expressed their opinion is that Embiid is not going to get it. I hope he does. I, I you know, I, I don't watch the league enough that I could tell you why Jokic should win it and not Embiid or not, right? Mm-hmm. I watch the Sixers. I really don't watch the rest of the NBA very much. So right. I'm not, you know, a person who can give you that opinion, but I can just tell you that from what what people are saying is that it, it ain't going to be Embiid. Well, well, that surprises me because, you know, like you, I mean, I don't watch a whole lot of NBA other than the Sixers, but I do watch the Sixers. And, you know, I see the team that's on the floor every night, and all I know is if they didn't have, if they didn't have Embiid, no, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't even games. be talking about the playoffs. No, they'd win 25 games without yeah. him. Sure. I mean, they'd be the Flyers and Sneakers is what they'd be. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Don't want to see that. No, let's, nor do uh, I. Let's go to Joe. He's on WIP. Hello, Joe. Hey, how are you guys doing today? All right. We're good. Good, good. Um, so I was just calling in because uh, you guys were talking a little earlier about, you know, what the Eagles might do with those extra draft picks that they have this year and how they're leaning towards maybe getting another wide receiver. But you guys also mentioned that, you know, you never know exactly what you're going to get when you draft. So I was thinking with DK Metcalf, you know, wanting to get out of Seattle and us wanting to give Jalen Hurts, you know, that one year to really prove what he's got. I think DK is a great fit, and if you're looking at a first-round pick to get him, I mean, we we went with wasn't it Rager that draft instead of getting DK Metcalf? So no, no, that was that, that, that was that was, that was our mistake. take a white side. Yeah. Oh, uh, not not any better. No, 
No, Rager was <laughs> Jefferson. So yeah, so that's right. Pick your point. Uh, yeah. So uh, either listen, way, I'd love I, him to I get DK Metcalf. I would. Joe, I would love him to get DK Metcalf. I don't know that the one first round pick does it. I don't know. Uh, and the other thing you you and I'm not going to speak against it, but I'm going to say that when you get a guy like that, a veteran like guy like that, you're going to end up having to pay him more. One of the advantages of of the draft is that the guy you get is on a first year contract for the first four or five years, so it's cheaper. That said, uh, would I trade one of those those first two first round picks even up for Metcalf? Yeah, I would. Ray, would you? Yeah, I probably would. Although uh, John Schneider, the general manager in Seattle, has th- this, this chatter has been around a lot about Metcalf maybe being moved, not just to the Eagles, but to a lot of teams. Uh, and Schneider has come out and said that's not happening. We're, you know, he's not. He's yeah, we're not moving. Well, I mean, they let Russell Wilson go, right? They let they they let the guts of the defense go. They're they, kind. Of, they, they are kind of in a rebuild. Yeah, they are kind tank. of in a rebuild, but. You know, Bobby Wagner and Russell Wilson are older players. You know, DK Metcalf is not. You have to rebuild around something. So who's their quarterback now? Hmm? Who's their quarterback? Oh, is it Drew Locke? I don't know. Drew Locke, I think. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Uh, Joe, okay. I you know, I would do it. I, I don't anticipate it happening, but I would I would do it. And I also don't know if that would be enough to get him. I don't know what they would be looking for for him. So I can't say. 215-592-9494. He's Ray Dinger. I'm Glenn Mack. Now, coming up, we always at 11 o'clock on Saturdays do our Scheib Sports Moment of the Week. And this is a fun one. And, Ray, it's actually an opportunity to talk hockey for five minutes. That's something we never get to do. <laughs> yes, it will be fun to talk about hockey. Obviously, hey, we're the not Flyers talk- have won two road games in a row. So, woohoo! Yeah, well, we're not going to spend a goalie. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about the here and the now. We're going to talk about back when Flyer hockey was fun. Yeah, because it is an anniversary of something fun. 215-592-9494. Ray Dinger, Glenn Mack. Now on 94 WIP, uh, you already know that United Tire delivers value and expertise, but now they're also delivering hope. Right now, a portion of purchases made at United Tire will help those in desperate need in Ukraine by United Way. With locations across the Delaware Valley, you can trust you're getting the best deal on the industry's most trusted tires, all while helping those displaced in Ukraine. United Tires, United for Ukraine. Remember, don't drive alone, drive United. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.